0: pulls us from the depths of our sin. Uh, that's always a dramatic story. Uh, Romans 5.8, it says, uh, But God demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And I, I believe that uh, every believer here can, can come to that same conclusion and, and rejoice in that fact that while we were sinners, Christ, while we were his enemies, he still Sacrificed his life for us. So uh, I'll begin with my my little story and I'll zip through it um, Because I have a quick word for everybody So uh, I was born in Watertown, New York upstate New York. It's like 30 miles from Canada So uh, I dodged a bullet there. I'm American Uh, (laughs) No offense to Canadians Uh, and uh, I was born to uh, a young set of parents. Uh, I was their second child um, but my sister wasn't around uh, and I'll get into that. My dad, uh, he left me and my mom and my two brothers when I was about three and a half years old. Uh, He was, he had substance problems, he always uh, abused alcohol and he would go into a rage. So at an early age, I was exposed to violence and uh, <clears throat> I can vividly remember some of the stuff that he did, not just to my mom, but also to me and my brothers. Uh, so early on, I kind of dealt with, I would say trauma. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily categorize it as post-traumatic stress disorder, but it, w- it, it felt similar based on how it was described. Uh, my mom, uh, She did her best uh, and as a result of my dad's abuse she spent a lot of time pretty much on the run she was scared that he would come back and hurt us again and sometimes he would come back and hurt us again and we would take off again so throughout my childhood we bounced around uh greyhound buses were like a normal thing we would always wake up in the middle of the night and have to take off somewhere she pretty much lived on the run we lived in uh, women's shelters when we had to. Uh, friends that she knew from high school stuff like that. We bounced around and throughout my I, from K to like 12. I went to at least maybe 15 schools, so there was a lot of instability uh, In my childhood and there was also the fact that I had to take on responsibility My mom told me hey you're the man in the house so I took that very seriously um, I helped her out wherever I could. If I had to learn how to cook, I did that. If I had to uh, do stuff for my little brothers, I did that. If I had to do stuff for her, I did that. Um, So early on, I kind of, like, gained this, like, independence, and I kind of thought that I was in control. Uh, I struggled with depression even before I knew what it was. And uh, as I got older, um, it confronted me more and more, and I had this— this grand illusion that if i made more money and uh cuz we had lived in such poor circumstances if i made more money maybe things would change so fast forward to when i'm 17 and i get my my first job like my first like real job and i start making maybe 700 a week and i'm my only responsibility so i start taking care of my uh my brothers start taking care of my mom i had moved out at this point i had uh I had lived with my dad from 13 to 17, I moved out Uh, once I got my job, I graduated high school and I really didn't look back, I didn't want to go back to school, I had been to school too much in my opinion so I was just like over school Uh, and I figured I'd just go earn my money by working hard. And uh, So by the time I was 18, I had lost this job that I had had so much faith in and I had put so much into and one of the things that never went away was the depression. I thought that earning that money and and being able to take care of my family would get rid of that but it never did and when I lost a job I panicked and I went and joined the military. I believe I saw the recruiter on a Wednesday and I was on a plane on a Friday and uh, I got through basic training and then I was in advanced training And during advanced training, it was Christmas season, they sent us home, uh, and my mother dropped a bomb on me. She told me that she had been addicted to crack cocaine since I was in my teens. And immediately I realized like, hey, I had been giving my mom a ton of money. So like, I pretty much funded her habit. And at this point in my life, my mom was really the only, she was like my god at this point, so uh, it just, rocked me to the core and um, I just I kind of went into a downward spiral of just like depression and then I just had succumbed to my environment Um, I'm from North Philly so it's like very violent it's always something criminal to get into so I fully I I fully uh, got into that lifestyle and uh, praise God for for that verse I read because, like, while I was knee-deep in all my crime and my sin and my hatred, uh, Christ came to me in a prison cell. And I told this in my story before, and I was looking for, for God and Islam. And as they were explaining the Islamic faith to me, the Holy Spirit was just, like, tugging my heart, saying, that's not me. And uh, so by the time I got my hands on the Bible, uh, the rest is history I've been a believer for 10 years since I was 20 and uh, I have two children now I have a wife and we continually grow we continually um, walk in the faith and one thing that Christ has taught me is to um, and this is the this is the word I have uh, one thing that Christ has taught me is that um, don't he taught me not to view his word as an it um, Tell me to view his word as he. And uh, the gospel of John says, in the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. And John goes into detail to talk about how that word became flesh. Um, That alone means that this walk requires intimacy, not just uh, looking into the scriptures for information, but a real relationship if our walks get to the point of monotony, Um, I believe that that's a result of a lack of intimacy with Christ, a lack of submission to his word, and uh, I just pray that we, uh, Christ's community, and all the churches in America and in the world, that we press for that intimacy, that we press in for that intimacy and look for God in everything, and that it says God is an all-consuming fire, so like, I want people to look at us and say, like, I see that consumption in your heart. I see that consumption in your life. Like, it's undeniable. We, like, we radiate Christ.